We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast, Week 18 edition. I am here, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk D's, with my two boys, as usual, for our final show, I believe. Um, I hope. I think so. I don't know. But I don't think we're doing playoff stuff. We'll find out. Um, but regardless, I think this is the, the the final show. And, man, what a what a, what a season, right? They kind of crept up on us, didn't it, guys? But um, I'm here with uh, – Bobby Gomes at Bobby Gomes DFS and JSU Rev from Run Pure Sports at JSU Rev um, to talk about this week 18 motivation is what it's all about. Uh, slate, you know, throw out all the old old uh, rules, the totals and everything, because we got to figure out who's going to actually be on the field. Right, guys. So uh, what's going on? How you doing? Bobby. I'm good. Uh, yeah, you know the this whole like week 18 slate. It's it's kind of all about trying to find the teams that have something to play for, and really focusing on those teams. I know like the whole like incentives are always a big thing with week 18, but that's like everyone's on those things. The guys that have like incentives and stuff like that. But for me, I just want to focus on teams and games that teams have something to play for teams are still playing for something. And I want to be less on teams that could rotate starters and bench guys and, and maybe sit their starters at after half or, or whatever. I want to, I want to focus on the teams that, you know, are going to play their starters a full game, uh, you know, as long as, you know, they uh, are, are still in it and stuff like that. And, and that's how I'm you know going to attack this week, 18 slate. And uh, hopefully we can get on the right path here on the show. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, I feel the same way. Just following news is always really important on uh, week 18 slates. Obviously, there's a bunch of situations we need to look out for. Uh, we'll get you guys up to date on those. And 
Yeah, ready to hop into this week 18. Fun doing the show with you guys this year. So looking forward to finish, finishing out strong. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I had a bad week last week, I think. No, I did fine on Yahoo. But uh, this week uh, is usually pretty profitable. But it's also, I mean, there's a ton of variance, right? Like, so like like you guys said, we want to hone in on the, the, the spots where we feel the most confident that these games are going to, these guys are going to be going all out to play. And we know what we can count on because it takes two to tango, right? So we've got like situations where like the Eagles are do need to play. And so should be playing all their starters, but they're playing the Giants who, so it's going to be their backups, which should be their backups, you know, because they have absolutely nothing to play for. So how long does Philly keep their guys in? So it's like, there's a lot of that going on that, that can change things. And then uh, there's a, there's a lot of unknowns out there. Um, but so we focus in on what we do know. We do have the contract incentive stuff. I'm not as high on that, but I mean, I have, I remember when I faded Kittle on the, the year where he needed like 200 yards and whatever to get the, the tight end record. And he just, they, they just allowed him to do it on the last drive of the game. Basically they just fed him, fed him, fed him. And I remember being so tilted. So that, that is something I will never forget. So I do have to look at these things, I guess. What are the biggest We'll get into the motivation stuff with our plays, but is there any, you know, uh, milestone uh, contract incentive things that like really stick out to you? Everyone's talking about Justin Jefferson needing 194 yards to break the single season record. But now we have coach speak about Minnesota, you know, potentially uh, capping their uh, guys in this game. And and uh, so how, how do we feel about that? Or is there anything that stick out to either of you that you saw that you're, that you really are uh, into this week? No, I mean, I can't, the Justin Jefferson thing, Minnesota, I think that's one team that I'm just staying away from. I, I don't think those guys get full run. They don't need to. Uh, it, it sounds like they don't want to, they want to give backups some run. So I'm probably going to be off that, uh, that game specifically. And some of these other milestones, like, you know, setting career highs and all that stuff, like set a single season record, like some of this stuff um, on Saturday slate, you know, with Mahomes, he needs like 430 passing yards to break the single season uh, record. Okay, but that's not on the main slate. You know, uh, Tom Brady has some, you know, milestones, single season records, stuff like that he has. But why the heck would the Bucks? play their guys all throughout this game. I just, I, I can't see it happening. I don't think it happens. So, it, you know, I don't see a lot that sticks out to me on the main slate specifically, you know, again, we, we could find some things, obviously, uh, Johan Dotson needs one more receiving touchdown to, for the rookie record, whatever, like there's stuff out there that you can pull. But to me, I'm, I'm with Kirkwood. I'm not, focusing in on it that's not my main focus for playing some of these guys um you know uh, on this slate at least for me i think game said i think game incentive stuff is much more important uh so i'm kind of on the same page with both of you like i'd rather just try to figure out who's actually playing for something because i think that's so and much there's not that time. much from the game incentive standpoint yeah really and truly uh a lot of the big stuff is on the Saturday slate. Guys like Zay Jones and, and, and Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, uh, Pat Mahomes, uh, you know, some, some of this stuff. But uh, 
like and like and those are like it. important and those are important games so are they going to change their game plan to make sure that, they get crisp, that's the thing you know, too i mean i don't want to get into the saturday slate because you yeah. know by the time this thing drops it's going to be almost the game will be locked probably but you know that's the thing like they're not going to change their entire game plan to get evan ingram's evan ingram 11 receptions and 61 yards like could it happen it could happen he could get 11 catches but they're not going to change their game plan to do what uh kirk was kirk were talking about george kittle that that one year where they just peppered him at the end they're not doing that shit you know it's like it's like if AJ Brown needed a hundred yards to get some big bonus, he would definitely get it this week because they're playing the they're playing the Giants. The Giants have nothing to play for. It's feasible, right? Like so, they would go out of their way to do that. The game doesn't really mean anything except a win. So like that would be like an example, or even a better example would be if the game meant absolutely nothing. But like you can't you can't expect coaches or quarterbacks to over you know to have this in mind when really all they really care about is winning. Cause like they need this win for the, the, the playoffs. So that, that's, that's what comes first. The rest is gravy. So you have to like, kind of think about these things and think like, is it feasible um, and, and whatnot? And you go from there, but like, yeah, it, it's not playing a huge part of my process. I mean, if one's, I guess Justin Jefferson is the one you, I have to like actually think about, but that one, uh, the line is now moving down after the coach said that they're going to have a cap on their guys. Um, they they really don't have much to play for because they in in or they they could go up to a number two seed, but San Francisco would have to lose to Arizona, and uh, San Francisco's fourteen point favorites. That doesn't look very uh, likely. So, yeah, and then there O'Connell has already said that uh, even though his starters will play that uh there'll be a hard cutoff so the line moving down is a big indication right yep it is and uh all right so one little thing i just wanted to 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 needle you a little bit bobby took us 17 weeks but tom brady did finally get there (laughs) right but but the problem is we were who didn't guess who didn't play yeah you you can't do it at seven is Bobby didn't play him. Uh, yeah, you can't. It's seven. Thing. So it's like martingaling, right? It only works until it doesn't work. But you, you like it starts the the compounding factor just gets so high. Like after like five times in a row, you know, it's just like in, in, you're just dead. You're like broke. So it's like you seventeen weeks would have, you would have been a lot. You would have had to have a huge bankroll I, to keep. I got keep a question. Counting. So Bob, were you? So angry watching that because you didn't I was play pretty him, pissed, or were you pretty honest. happy that he finally did it? Like he finally. I think you guys are trying to make this like I'm like this big Tom Brady. I've never done this. I I got caught because I thought like that Mike Evans week, the first week for his Carolina, he dropped that bomb, and then I've just been waiting for Brady because the price that has was been right in the beginning of the game too, right, Bob? He caught yeah. that bomb, and then yeah, it was like a, it would have been like a seventy it. yard easy touchdown i didn't take yeah. into consideration like the age and actually how much it's taken a toll on him i feel like and their offense has just sputtered the whole season no but it was just like it was just like i i was tilted at it like it was just like ridiculous like it was just evans because because everybody on the slate did nothing except evans absolutely nuked and then like the the rub it in our face was like the QB sneak for Brady. Like he was like, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I have Lenny. Like, 
I played I like I've earned this reputation of a guy who just plays Brady every week. So I'm a Patriots fan, and that's not the case. Well, that's no. okay because he shipped last week. So it, no, it's I was just chasing a depressed guy. price tag on a guy that I thought the talent was better. We're just needling a little. We're having a little fun. Don't. It's, no, it's it's fine. I, I I'm just pointing out like. I, I feel All right, like, so you're not a fan of Tom Brady. No, I am, it. but it's not like I need to play him like people play Patrick Mahomes every week. I'm not going to say any names. A little last season, just chasing him. Fair enough. I was just chasing a tag that was going down and down and down. So are you playing him this week? No. Okay. Dude, I, 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 I played some Brady this year. I played I played some Brady myself this season, and I didn't have any. JSU's the season. only one who did it. I, I still don't get why. I still don't get why. Um, and uh, I, Len- I, just, I had Lenny. I, just I had Lenny. Thanks those, to you, JSU. Those thanks. immobile uh, quarterbacks. So uh, I you just sold never me on play Lenny. Those guys. You've played Brady very previously, rarely. though. It's not like I have. I have. You just noticed. Year, and last year, you noticed that the, the, terrible. You noticed that the talent wasn't there. Well, I don't know. You noticed. No, I just know that the offensive line was sputtering from the beginning, and you know you lose guys in the preseason. It just it makes a difference for a guy like Brady. But it does. You know. Yeah, you're right. I'll say this: I agree with that, but I also agree with that he played way worse than my expectations were of him this season. Yeah, he so. is. I mean, he did have a lot of personal stuff going on, though. So we got a. He's still like 46 years old playing quarterback. His his wife started hooking up with the, his, her fitness trainer. Like, it's but, a tough scene there. The yeah, people don't want to hear about Brady. They want to know if we can roster head chopper at running back this week. That's what they want to know. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to whoever said that comment last week in chat. It made me laugh. Um, said that uh, he, he, he came for the, the to see if we could roster head chopper this week, and it didn't disappoint. And, you know, so, um, all right. So let's let, we're going to go position by position. Let's go over a couple of the motivation stuff um, first. Let's start with the AFC. So let's just give a quick rundown. Um, so, Cincy needs to win, um, and the reason they need to win is because they can actually get the number one seed, um, can move up from the number three seed, and um, or no, they can't get they can't get the number one seed, but they can move up from three to two. Uh, with a win versus uh, the Ravens and uh, a Buffalo loss versus New England. So that's not the most likely scenario, but the problem is really why they need to win because if they lose to the Ravens, then they're going to be the three seed and it looks like the Ravens are going to be the sixth seed and they're going to play each other. And because of the, this crazy uh, missed game, they're going to do a coin flip to see who gets home field. So basically if they lose this game, they have to flip for, for home field. So they don't want that. They should be playing. By the way, that's the stupidest thing ever. Just because the Ravens would have beat them twice, they're saying that that is equivalent to someone just having an ultimate better record. So they're saying those two games are the same as the whole season pretty much. Makes no I sense. Think, I think the stupidest thing is actually adding more teams to the playoffs and saving that. That's for money, Kirk. And then, and then after the fact, like the re- t- Tennessee – punted the game last week because it made absolutely no difference for them but it turns out it did, does make a difference for them now after the fact which so that's just crazy to me but again this is all unprecedented stuff that we've seen it's crazy we don't need to talk about any of that there's been enough talk about everything but um anyway the whole the whole situation was crazy but uh the ravens um they're they're gonna be playing to win but um they're they're nine and a half point underdogs here 
Um, they can move up from six to a five seed um, with a win, but they also need a Chargers loss to Denver, which is somewhat possible because the Chargers will have nothing to play for if um, who who which is the the. Oh no! If Cincy beats the Ravens, the Chargers will have nothing to play for. So that's that's irrelevant. So they'll 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 know. So if Cincy takes care of it, Cincy needs to take care of business, and they're going to take care of business. Um, Pittsburgh is also another team that and that will be going all out because they clinch a number seven seed with a win versus um, Cleveland, plus a Miami loss versus the Jets, plus a New England loss at Buffalo, which is likely. So I mean that the Jets could certainly beat Miami. Um, New England could certainly lose to Buffalo and then they just need to win versus Cleveland who has nothing to play for. So this, they're, they're going to be playing all out. Um, the Jags are not on the slate. So we don't, that doesn't matter to us. So that's, that's the AFC North, the East Buffalo uh, clinches a number one seed with a win plus a Casey loss. If Casey wins, Buffalo can drop to two seed uh, from number two seed to number three with a loss to New England. Um, plus a Cincy win in Baltimore. Long story short is they're going to be playing all out. Um, the Pats need to win to get in, uh, so they're going to be playing all out. The Dolphins um, need to uh, win to get in, so they're going to be playing all out. Um, so that's that's the AFC picture. So I guess it's Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, New England, Miami, all good teams we can play. Um, then on the other side, there's Minnesota. It's we already talked about that. Um, there is uh, the Detroit Green Bay game is not on the slate, although it's on FanDuel, right? Weird. Um, the, the Bucks doesn't matter whatsoever. So they're going to be probably resting starters after by halftime. Um, the Eagles do, does matter for just a win, but they're going to be playing the Giants who have nothing to play for. And so uh, they're going to be playing backups. Most likely, so kind of stay away there. So I guess the other the other big game to, to focus in on, um, well, the Seattle is going all out to a win. They need to win, and San Francisco needs to win. But San Francisco is playing Arizona and David Blau, so they might have an easier time and then, you know, get the game in hand and then be able to rest guys. But as long as it's competitive, they're going to be out there playing. So those are the games. Sorry, it's confusing to me as it is to all of you guys. But um, – Anything to add, you guys, or you guys just want to start with? Uh, we'll start with uh, running backs. Let's bang yeah, up no, running I mean, backs. Yeah, no, yeah, we can go to running backs. All right, so running backs. So what's going to be popular? So Kenneth Walker is going to be popular because he's in that. They they need to win, right? They're playing the Rams, who don't have really anything to play for, but have not laid down. Have been playing somewhat tough games. Um, it's a tough rushing matchup in theory, but again, this is the last game of the season. How do, do the Rams lay down in this one at all? Um, anyway, you can you should expect them to pound the rock with Kenneth Walker. He got 23 rushing attempts uh, in this last week versus the Jets, 133 yards, um, got uh, one reception. It's going to be you know he's explosive. He can bust off huge plays. So he he's like the safest running back because they need the game to win. Then there's uh, our big boy Algier. Tyler Algier for Atlanta against Tampa, who should be uh, playing their second stringers from uh, most of this game or a lot of this game. And also Vita Vea is out. And uh, JSU knows like that guy means like everything to me for like running against Tampa. He's like the huge run stopper. 
um, that we've been talking about for years that it's just, you can't get by that guy when he's out there, but um, not out there. So Algier, he's getting a huge workload. They don't like to pass much 20 rushing attempts last week. Uh, guy's a big boy, a power football guy. He, he could go off in the spot. McCaffrey is uh, on San Francisco. I mean, McCaffrey uh, was the play last week for sure. Um, Bobby touted that one hard. Bobby, uh, I had Jefferson sitting in my lineup and tanked um, over on DraftKings. But anyway, there's that. Najee Harris, um, I don't think he's going to be played enough. Um, you know, he's he has looked better, to be honest. He, you know, he looked decent in that game against Baltimore. I know he kind of got there, luckily, with that cat touchdown catch. But, like, the usage is there. I mean, they're just feeding this guy even – with him losing some of the workload. I mean, 22 rushes, uh, three targets in the last game. So he's there. Then there's Cam Akers, who I played last week. Um, there's Miles Sanders. There's Joe Mixon. Um, so what are you what are you looking at, uh, JSU? Yeah, so for me, looking at the running back position, uh, Christian McCaffrey's going to get a ton of ownership. I'm probably not going to play Christian McCaffrey on this slate. I think even if he plays, which we'll see if he for sure plays. I don't know if that's out yet. Um, you know, he got pulled from practice or, or whatever. So we'll see if they actually roll him out there. Even if they do, I think they roll him out there limited. If anything, I think Eliza Mitchell at 4k, if he's designated, I'm pretty sure he's designated to return for this week. And uh, week 10, he got injured week one. He came back week 10 first game back had like 18 touches um, right away. So what I think happens is they, they get up. Elijah Mitchell is going to get heavily involved. And I think they just pull McCaffrey if he's in there. He, who knows though if he plays. So it, even if he plays, I think I like Elijah Mitchell more. Um, other guys, I think Cam Akers are really good play. He's been getting a ton of work for LA. Um and I think that's a close game. I think the Rams in Seattle, I think the Rams play Seattle tough. I think that's a close game. Um, you know, Seattle obviously wants to win uh, or needs to win. But um, but I think the Rams play them tough. And then I'm with you on, like, Najee. I, I think you can play Najee. It's a good matchup, obviously, really good matchup. Um, Zach Moss has the nut matchup against Houston. At 5,200, I think he's in play. Um, Houston needs to lose, by the way. Like, they want to lose. They want that first-round pick. They won't obviously play it that way. They're they're going to play, and they're going to, like, you know, obviously play to win, but they want that first overall pick. So, I think Zach Moss could have a big game here. Lat Murray gets a good matchup, and the Chargers – for them, this is an interesting part of this slate. So the Chargers, if the Bengals were to lose, then the Chargers, I think, would play their starters because they would want to win because they could move up. But if the Bengals win, and this is, I'm pretty sure, a one in a four o'clock, you know, spot here because the Bengals play at one and uh, the Chargers don't play till four. So if the Bengals were to win, I think the Chargers are going to rest a lot of their starters or not play them as much. And if that's the case, you know, Denver one, I think they win the game and um, you know, you could obviously take them uh, here. I think it's three right now. The spreads three. Uh, I would like Denver still, but 
Lamp Murray's going to have the nut matchup, and they can rest some defensive guys. Who so might have an even better matchup, and he's 5-4. And I hate Lamp Murray, but it's similar to Zach Moss. Like, both these guys are getting a ton of touches for their teams. They're both in really good spots um, at running back. So this is uh, definitely a position where I think I'm playing a lot of these cheaper guys and a lot of these studs I don't see much to play for. Dalvin Cook I don't think gets a ton of run. Saquon Barkley, um, you know, obviously he plans to play, but I, I don't think they, they're going to run. I don't even know if he will long. play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he wants to play. I'm sure everyone wants to play a little bit, but he's not going to play that long. I already talked about the Chargers. So, like, if the Bengals win, I no way they give that. Eckler's been wanting less the whole year. This is a spot where they could just rest him completely. So, no thank you on Eckler. Um, unless the Bengals were to lose, that's like a late swap thing though. Right guys. Like you could be sitting on McCaffrey uh, just to give a scenario, right? You could be sitting on McCaffrey. I don't think the Bengals lose. I think the Bengals are just going to smash this week, but just for the sake of argument, let's say the Bengals do, um, end up losing the game and it's four Oh five and Arizona and in in the uh, San Francisco and the Chargers both lock at 425. That's an easy swap you could make, you know, if you wanted to. Um, that maybe not many people would do, where you go from a Caffrey to Eckler in tournaments, but you'd have to wait on it. Um, you know, Joe Mixon, I'm probably not going to play here. Uh, I kind of like Mixon. Do we th- you, do you we like think him? Mixon's ownership comes in higher than what it's currently showing? Uh, what's it currently showing right now? Like, Bob, I, I got like 11, 11 and 15. 15 yeah, no, I think it's around there. Why? What do you think it comes because I'm seeing it hit now? optimals and he's like the easiest fade, I feel like, at that price tag. I kind of like him. Uh, Why do what, can you? I for me, it's a must, must win, and like that's a like when you have when you get the game in control, you just feed Nixon, like, yeah. So it's just like there's like there's like in he's such a big part of the offense. Then there's not like, like you got a grave on a grade on a curve this week. So I get it though. It's like, typically I would want to fade it, but like, there's just, I don't feel good about anyone. I kind of feel good about Mixon's workload. So just, I know you're not a big prop guy. His rushing prop is like 53 and a half. Uh, I, I think it's kind of for a $7,100 price tag. Like that's not something I want to attack, but I get what your thought process Who is. Has the, what are the highest uh, rushing props? Highest rushing prop is uh, Kenneth Walker, 78 and a mm-hmm. half. Kenneth Walker is easily my favorite running back. He's like the 6,400 guy we're, we were supposed to be playing all year due to DraftKings pricing. Really like him. JSU's guy, Cam Akers, 74 and a half. I really like Cam Akers. Money on the over. Uh, definitely want to get to him. I think it fits the construction of paying down at running back too. Najee Harris, I cannot roster Najee Harris, but he's at 70 and a half. Uh, I will end up considering I like I, I feel like I, I usually don't roster him this week. I'm gonna consider playing him just because like Kirky said, you have to play it on the curve. He has looked better too. Um and it's a nut matchup. It's such a good matchup. Yeah. It's it's very difficult not to play him. And they have to win. I like the Elijah Mitchell call at 4K. Like they're gonna they're gonna feed him. I, I like Mitchell. His props aren't currently showing. But CMC, like I have no interest at paying ninety three hundred for CMC this week, and maybe that's just a bad take. But 
I feel like you want to pay down at running back. There uh, is no way he plays a full game. There's no I way he plays. If they have three running backs they can use. Yeah, but so, yeah. so here's the thing, right? There's a you gotta we gotta admit there's a ton of variance in this spot. We don't know, right? We're, we're yeah, but we can like, cap the the ceiling. We can at least cap the ceiling, right? Yeah, yes, for sure. But we don't know if if Eli Mitchell's definitely gonna be. Yes, he's looked good in practice. He's looking healthier. It's no, we don't know. We can only go off of what's happened already, though. You know what I mean? We can only I go mean, off of what they may seen. just use. They may just have the game in hand and use TDP or Jordan Mason. That's what right? I'm saying. The tag yeah. is. Can we afford that tag? Like, I don't know. It's it gets tough to pay that. I mean, there's going to be value too that opens up. This is the other thing that we're not talking about. But by Sunday, you know, at 11:30, 12, we're, we're going to see other. People sit and rest, and, and value is going to open up. This guy's going to get the 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 you know the RB one status, and he's going to be four. Like we're going to see something like this with. So one we can all teams. switch to Zonovan Knight and. Uh, <laughs> no, DMC gets you twenty. Are you fine with that? Or twenty four to twenty five? Like which... I mean, I think on this slate you would take twenty from a running back, honestly. So then maybe you have to consider him at ninety three hundred. I I I don't want to play him if I don't have to. I'm off I'm not playing on my I, I'm off one too. I'm just there's a lot of talk going out there about Elijah Mitchell being like a good play. And maybe he is, but what I'm saying is, is there's like we don't know what the hell like it could That's be. That's what makes him a good yeah. tournament play though. It makes yeah. him a good tournament. We, I know, but I'm saying we, there's a lot of risk. You though, everyone would be on him. You gotta take chances in tournaments. That's that's the point. Yep. Right? Like you, you you know what I mean? We don't know. It, I'm just talking about like small field stuff. Like I, I'm, there's a lot of risk there is what I'm saying. Yeah, but, that's fair. That's fair. And like, I, I, I don't think Najee More. Harris is risky. I, I think Harris is risky load. too. Well, we're not through. comparing Elijah Mitchell to, you're comparing him to a 6K guy. You know what I mean? He's 4K. You can't compare him to a 6K running back. That's been the number one running back for the team all year. Well, I'm I, the thing is, is I'm not even like looking at price. Is the way I'm like look like, I'm I'm just trying to like feel comfortable with production. No, that's fair. I'm just saying you can't compare yeah. those two. You know what I mean? Like you could just yeah. say I'm not paying down at running back. That's that's fine. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like let's talk about this Jonathan Williams. I was about to bring up Jonathan Williams. Yeah, I have I it. have no idea what to do with him at forty three hundred. Do you guys? I'm not I'm not playing his ass. I think he sucks. Uh, yeah, I, I think Dallas. This Dallas needs this game. Dallas is going to be playing, right? Playing yeah, game. they're they're definitely going to be. I I would think they're going to be playing for sure. I, in the back of my mind, too, I feel like uh, this Jarrett Patterson kid gets some work as well. So I, I kind of struggle even more with the Jonathan Williams play. He's going to get ownership. Um, yeah, he's like the optimal dart. Like he's he's uh he's gonna get projected into a lot of lineups. I mean, they only have two running backs. It's it's Patterson and Williams. So I, I personally think the tournament play is running Patterson. Um, I think he's better too, honestly. Like I think he's like decent. I've seen him play. Um, he's more of like a little pass catching guy, but I think they're down. I think it makes more sense for him to be out there if they're trailing. And uh yeah, I'm going to take a shot with him in tournaments, um, and we'll get to the quarterback situation. I think you're Zach. I, I love your Zach Moss call. I wasn't even thinking about him. I like I just kind of overlooked him in my head. But like, yeah, they're they need to lay lay down Houston. I mean, yeah, 
and uh, that should be at least a, a great matchup for him. There's another interesting one. Bobby might like this one because Bobby and I have played a lot of Foreman this season. Uh, Foreman is, is going to be out, maybe. Um, he's looking iffy. Um, so Chuba Hubbard potentially might shoot up a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. Are you guys, you guys uh, interested there at all? I don't hate him. Is Blackshear playing? I like yeah, Blackshear too. He'll probably he'll probably more for larger field. Well, four K. I don't know. Now here I have a take on the Lat Murray stuff, and maybe I'm completely wrong, but I hate Lat Murray personally always. So like I'm always looking for an excuse to to fade this guy. And I know JSU said the same thing, but like workload and a not matchup, he should should be there for him. But like if the Chargers are resting their players. Doesn't this feel like let's build Russell Wilson's ego, right? Like let's – and he's going to like – it's going to be like Russ is back, right? Like he's going to throw three or four touchdowns and and take over this game is what I'm thinking like. But Do you think Russ could have just been hindered by Hackett? Just no, how I think – I no, I think he sucks personally. I, yeah. I think both. I think there's a. I think that's a part of it. But I, I just. I don't. I think. I think Pete Carroll knew what he was getting rid of. He's been a long time around. A long time, Pete Carroll. So probably had the eye for it. Yeah, I wow. just think. I, I think he sucks too. But. Um, I don't know. All right. Uh, any other? Any other guys out there? Like maybe like a J.K. Dobbins or. No, no JK. I know James Connor's going to rest uh, or sit out or he's hurt, whatever. Um, so they're going to play like Clement and Keontae Ingram. They'll, they'll get some time, but are they stone men? They're not even like the stone men 4K. Ingram's 4,800. Do we talk about Algier at all? Yeah. Uh, Kirkwood talked about him already. I like him. I think, yeah, I, and I too. think this matchup. I mean, he's going to be playing second str- against second stringers, and uh, at least I'm expecting that. And Vita Vea is out, so if Vita Vea is out, I'm, I'm, I love Al- Algier. Yeah, I like the Algier call. And they're at home, right? In the in the dome. Yeah, they're they're at home. He just feels so safe. If you like step back from like the Tampa run matchup, like how it normally is, if you if you downgrade that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the, what about this guy? I don't even know this guy. Gary Brightwell for the Giants? No, I can't play the Giants. We can't play Giants, right? Bre- Breda? Uh, yeah, he's 5K. I can't, I can't do it. Philly needs to win. Philly's going to wax this team. Um. All right. So what I took out of this, so you, I'm just going to give you credit. You, uh, you, thank you for getting me on Leonard Fournette last week. You're welcome. <laughs> Didn't matter. Actually. This guy texts me. I got like, I got like 10 K in play and like $7,500 is probably on Leonard Fournette lineups. And this guy texts me like, thanks for getting, where's Lenny JSU. And, yeah. <laughs> and they're I like was- splitting. They're like splitting the. Uh, I was tilted, which is man. so annoying, by the way, that they just were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna give him a series, and then this guy a series, and they started white." I was just Dude, like, oh, "I got, I so was annoying. so high on Lenny. I thought it was like a lock. Like I, I was like, I, I got, I, I was so in on him. Tampa Bay, man. They just were like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna split this. St- I, I, I don't get it. I, whatever. I mean, white's better, so I get that part. But why wouldn't you just do that the whole year if that's the case?" 
Um, and then, and then the most tilting piece of that too was the fact that when like he got ta- like they gave him the the they gave him a, a carry at the five, he got down to the one. Ah, uh, yeah. And then they give Brady the sneak. Like that yep. was the that was the most tilting part. And then like, meanwhile, Mike Evans is just burying the slate. Right. And and it was just, uh, it was terrible. Yeah. It was over anyways. Cause Mike Evans just buried us. I even played, I even got on like Austin Eckler a good amount and uh, Taekwon Thornton. And I still just got buried. All right. Uh, Any last, any last guys? Nope, I think that's good for running back. Let's all right, Leah. Let's take it on over to, to start the QB at the top. And then we'll pair it up with our wide receivers. All right. So Jalen Hurts is going to be the chalk, and um, I, we were talking pre-show a little bit about it because I'm I don't feel so great about him because first of all, I, I mean, I do feel great that he's going to have a good first half, and as we've seen, you know, that can be enough with this guy, right? Like, but they do take their foot off the the gas once they get the lead into the second half. They're playing a bunch of Giants backups. He's got a hurt shoulder. Like, it was questionable whether he's even going to definitely play, although the reports are that he's trending in the right direction and is going to play probably. But, like, so what do they do? Do they throw less with his hurt shoulder and then then give him more running upside? But also it could be just a lot of Miles Sanders and, um, and running back work for the Eagles. So I think there's some risk here, and especially in the second half, so I'm kind of lower than the field is, at least like the group think is is my my feeling at this point. For everywhere I go, people are talking about him. I I mean, to me, I feel better with playing Josh Allen uh, for 200 more, even again if New England's a tough tough matchup. And New England is a tough matchup, and they're going to be playing all out. And but their their corners are decimated, um, and uh, they're I, I don't think that New England's going to play. I think the I think the Bills are going to take care of business in this game. I just don't have any confidence in New England as a team, personally. Um, and maybe I'm wrong there, but it just feels better. And Josh Allen has played good against New England. Um, and then there's Joe Burrow, who I love. I feel strongly that they're gonna he's going to be pushing, you know, in, in the past game, and he's he's got such elite weapons. So I feel feel good with Higgins and Jamar Chase. Uh, Geno Smith is playing all out. I don't really like that because I'll, I'll take the Walker side. But like I could see Gino to to Metcalf working out well, and I do like Russ Wilson, and I think he's going to get some ownership too. Because God, I hate Russ Wilson. I think he's terrible. But like had a good game last week. There's you know some of the teammates have rallied around him, which I find kind of funny. I I, I wouldn't have thought that, and, and I don't know if they're really being truthful. But at least they're like Jerry Judy's come out and, and talked about him and stuff. But there's easy, affordable, uh, upside pass weapons if they're playing the the Chargers backups, right? Like Judy, Cortland Sutton. Um, so Russ is cheap. So I'm, I'm on board with that play. But that's kind of all I have interest in. I guess there's some other guys that maybe you guys will will uh, steer me on. But that, that's where I'm looking. Bobby, what are you thinking? Yeah, so for me – I know the majority of the field's going to Jalen Hurts. I won't be going to Jalen Hurts because of the point you made. Like we've seen multiple times this year where they have taken their foot off the gas. I think it's going to be a run-heavy game plan versus the Giants. Giants aren't playing. Their starters just don't want to deal with 8,200 Jalen Hurts. I know it could burn me, but I'd rather go to Josh Allen, 8,400. 
I think he's in a good spot. Just pay the extra 200 versus New England. Don't mind Burrow. Like Burrow, I feel Burrow could have a huge game this week. And I know people are, I think people are going to be playing Mixon. I don't think the ownership is really showing what it actually could be. I think it could hit like 18 to 20%. Um, so I, I think Burrow at 7,300 and pairing him with one of his receivers isn't the worst idea. First of Baltimore secondary, that's not, they're, they're not real. They don't really care what the situation is. They're not playing a ton of starters. Uh, Gino Smith at 6K. I don't mind Gino. I, I feel like you can make the Metcalf thing work. I also like him with Kenneth Walker. I um, think that's an interesting way to build it in tournaments. Uh, Russ at 5,400. Playing this Chargers secondary, you, got, you hit on all the reasons why, like, this might be a good place. There was a little pep in Russ's step last week, I feel like. He was running a little bit. 5,400. It's not a bad price tag. Um, Andy Dalton versus Carolina. Carolina got absolutely shredded by Tom Brady, who's been pretty much hasn't been great all year. I like the Rashid. I like Rashid as kind of a value. Uh, don't mind going to him. That would be it, though. Like, I'm not paying Dak. I never play Dak. 6,600, not getting to that. Um, yeah, I don't think I really have much interest in Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's pretty much it. JSU. The best part about this slate is with so many, with me fading the upper-tier running backs and, and so many mid-tier and cheap running backs, and fact that I can find value on this slate, I think this slate for quarterback super play these studs mainly. Like I like Joe Burrow the most. I like Josh Allen, then Jalen Hurts if I had to rank them. But I think I'm going to play mostly Joe Burrow and Josh Allen at the top. And these two games, they they all four teams in these two games all have something to play for. They're all playing for something. They all want to win. You can't say that about a lot of these other games where both teams at least have scenarios where if they win, they could have a chance to move seedings or whatever, get a bye, whatever the, the case may be, get into the playoffs. And you can say that about these two games. So I think Joe Burrow's won for me. I think they just put it on Baltimore. I think they score a ton here. And Josh Allen, too. Um, after that, like the mid tier of quarterback all the way down to these cheap guys, I don't really want much to do with the one guy in like Millie makers. I, I may take a chance on if I play like 150 would be Sam Howell just cause he's 4,900. And, uh, I think Dallas can score on Washington. I think that, uh, at 4,900, he's someone no one will play that, you know, you could take it, take a shot on, but. I don't want to get too cute on this slate. Like I, I just think playing Burrow, playing Allen, even Hurts, you can throw him in the mix. Obviously, like those three guys, their teams need to win or want to win for you know these scenarios. So I'm just gonna put my money on them. And uh, there's value. Like I said, there's gonna be value on this slate. Bobby talked about a cheap receiver already. There's gonna be plenty of cheap receivers we can find. There's cheap running backs out there, um, cheap tight ends. You know what I mean? There's no Kelsey on this slate. Uh, San Francisco, once they get up, I think Kittle, you know, won't play the whole game if they're just up. So it, you can make the case, like, 
it's going to be easy to find value. And so I'm just going to take my shot on these stud quarterbacks mainly. Yeah, I'm with, I think what we've taken away from this show is that we both, all three of us like Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and the chalk is going to be Jalen Hurts. And we, yes, he's fine, but he's going to, he, we, we both have him below all three of us have him below Allen and Burrow. So I think that's what I take away is just hone in there. Now, in like large field stuff, we're going to lose, right? I feel like, you know, like one of these guys is going to do something that like I have no idea, whether it's Sam Ellinger, Joe Flacco, Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett, you know, like somebody's going to have like a big freaking game, but I have no idea. Um, but I'm, I'm just not playing guys like Skylar Thompson or, uh, you know, all those like. He's, he's so bad. God, he's so but bad. Like how bad, like if you can just hit a little quick out to, Tyreek Hill or, or Waddle and let them do their thing. I mean, but uh, yeah, he, he is bad. Um, the one guy I'm kind of interested in because I feel like Cleveland's not going to lay down and Deshaun Watson's playing for like his. I think his, this is a really good call. By the his way. future. He's like the one guy that kind of sticks out to me, right? Like for like 5,600 Pittsburgh secondary has been trash all season. Um, they're pretty good at stopping the run. Uh, Amari Cooper is in a good spot. Amari Cooper has some incentives, right? Like I think he needs 80 yards or something. Um, don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere around there. Um, so like Deshaun Watson is like that one, that one outlier guy that I'm, that I, I think I might play in some of my small field stuff. I like I, I'm just going to, I would just play Cooper and get a little Watson that way. But uh Yeah. Um, Dak, anybody? I know. I, I like just, the Cowboys I think Dak offense. Sucks, to be honest, I like the Cowboys offense a little bit against this Washington secondary. I just, if if uh, the the games in Philly and San Francisco, if they get out of hand and Dallas is, you know, up going into the third quarter, do they just pull their guys? You know what I mean? Like, how do they even do that? Because really and truly, Dallas needs. Philly and San Francisco to lose. And I mean, is it possible? Very highly unlikely both those teams lose, right? So if Dallas sees both those teams up, do you think they pull their guys? That's my one question. Like, I, I don't know. So, like, for me, Dak, I just don't know if I'm going to play Dak, but I could play some CD and take the chance he nukes in like a half. Um, question for you people are going to play andy dalton why is it because that we tom brady just saw what tom brady, brady what tom, yeah, yeah. tom brady just did because they're yeah the secondary's trash yeah they're, 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 they're decimated yeah yeah but like is are we confident that like dalton is even going to play the whole game i mean I, I don't like it. Uh, I'll just, again, it's another situation. I like my guy Shahid. I've been playing him, you know, but I don't think you need to, like, play Dalton. They got Taysom Hill. Like, who who the heck knows what kind of gimmicks you know, and stuff like that, which hurts Dalton. Uh, I, I'm away. And Carolina likes to run the football. I know the Brady thing, he got 40, but, yeah, it's just it, it's people chasing from last week. I'm not going to chase with that. Um, all right, let's move it on over to wide receiver. Unless uh, we've 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 covered every 
QB. Okay, wide receiver. Okay, the top of the top here that's going to be played from an ownership standpoint on the high end is Justin Jefferson, and that's because everybody's talking about this statistical milestone. Um, and, he, you know, man, he wrecked me last week. <laughs> Two and a half fantasy points. Like, who the hell would have predicted that? Um, absolute craziness. Um, Garrett Wilson, the, like the Jets actually – have something to play for now is that even true we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Isn't, is there like a scenario? Are they completely done or is there a scenario somehow with the extra team? Uh, I think they're completely done. I don't think done. they can get in. I think they're okay. out completely. All right. Let's Miami's the one that has a chance. That Miami needs uh, um, New England to to lose, and and they need to win to clinch uh, the seven. I think, right? Yep. Uh, Garrett Wilson's going to be popular. So I'm uh, interested to hear your guys' takes there. Jamar Chase, he's probably the guy I like the most because I feel good about Cincinnati just trying to stick it, you know, to Baltimore in a game where they both of these teams need to win. Um, so I, I like him. Um, some there's a uh, Olave who does have some like statistical stuff. He needs 156 uh, receiving yards to set the Saints rookie record, right? Do they care? I don't know. I think so. I think they probably do care. I think that's one they may go for. But uh, I also do like uh, Shahid. Um, you know, and he's going to be a little bit popular this week. But like he he's just he's just good. Um, and you know, he, he's, they got a diamond in the rough there. So he's, he has that big play potential. He's cheap. You can do a lot with it. There's guys like Cortland Sutton who are going to get some ownership digs. I, I like, like, give me digs against these weakened corners of, uh, of the, of the Pats here with Josh Allen. I feel like we're getting a discount because digs hasn't been, you know, been playing well. Like he's had a rough three last games. He's 7,900. We can make this work with some of the other cheap plays. So I, that's one of my favorite stacks. Um, DK Metcalf, because uh, we we do – he's, you know, Lockett is still banged up a little bit. I think Lockett is trending towards playing. But, like, why why mess with him much? Um, Metcalf would be the guy against uh, – you know, the Rams may lay down in this one. They may not, as JSU said, he thinks it's going to be a tight game. So that's something to think about. But um, – they may lay down a little, and it certainly is important for Seattle. Uh, I know C.D. Lamb has some. Uh, I think he needs like 10 catches or something. Is that like a, the past uh, Michael Irvin's record? 
So there's there's a lot of kind of big names and stuff we can feel good uh, good about. But um, and then on the cheaper end, I've been playing this guy for the past few weeks. But Drake the Snake, as Bobby knows, Drake Drake London. We talk about him every every grinder's eyes on Sunday morning. Keep trying to make him go off. Uh, he's been fine. The targets have certainly been there. 12, 11, 9, and eight in the last few weeks. Um, and uh, should be playing in against a uh, backup secondary for a lot of big portion of this game against Tampa. So I think this is finally the the blow up spot for him. But those are those are some of the names that I'm looking at. I also like Amari Cooper, um, who's going to be should be lower owned, kind of. And uh, I don't know. Give me some guys who 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 feel strongly more strongly about some wide receivers, JSU or Bobby. Uh, I do like. You can go JSU. I was just gonna say I don't I don't know about strong I, I feel strong that I, I just want to pair, you know, my guys with my my stud quarterback. So I'm obviously at the top. I like Chase Diggs, T like because I'm playing Burrow Allen. So I'm gonna be playing those receivers. I would probably rank them. I would probably rank them actually Diggs Chase T. And the only reason I say that is because the the. Chase T thing. Every time I feel like Chase is gonna go off, it's T. And every time I feel like T is gonna go off, I, it Chase goes off. So I, I just I feel like that's a tougher one to to hit. I think Diggs though can definitely smash. I like him against the the New England corners, like like you were saying, Kirkwood. Um, so I, I'm definitely gonna be on them. The other guy that won't get as much ownership is CD at the top. He'd be my fourth like stud i could see him smashing here even in like two or three quarters even if they like pulled him after because the game got out of hand or whatever i could see him putting in big work um i'm not really in on much of the other guys at the top uh all the way down to i think i'm gonna go right to cooper dj moore range i think both those guys are in play uh, Garrett Wilson, if he's going to be popular, I'll probably stay away from him. Maybe I'll go for like a cheap jet or something like that to pivot off of him with, um, Gabe Davis in your Josh Allen stacks, of course is fine. He's not someone I'm going to focus in on though. I don't really love the Pittsburgh guys like the Pittsburgh running game. I'm not on the chargers. Uh, Washington, I, I like a little Johan Dotson um, at 4500 I think that's a nice price tag for him, so I can play some of him. Uh, Shahid, for sure, I'm going to play a little bit of. Um, and then I think you could, I think you could pick out like a, a Rams receiver too if you wanted to, like a Van Jefferson type. Two uh, two Atwell, you can pick out one of them and. Uh, Hope they kind of crush Corey Davis at 3,500 or Elijah Moore at 3,400. Those would be the pivots off of like Garrett Wilson. And since he's going to be chalked too, I I don't have a strong, I think Elijah Moore is more talented, but I think Corey Davis is right now just more established a little, a little better. And um, so I get, it would be one of them. I don't have a strong feeling on like, one over the other though so that's kind of what i'm looking at right now a wide receiver um you know i I don't have any like crazy wide receiver takes for some of these other guys we got to kind of wait and see uh, on on some of these teams but yeah 
Yeah, just going to throw in there, piggyback you on your Dotson uh, from a, a milestone. He needs one receiving touchdown to set a Washington rookie record. So uh, maybe that's important. Um, I did look up the Amari Cooper thing. He needs 81 receiving yards to set a new career high, which is would pass his career high that he had in Dallas in 2019. So um, that could be important there. But uh, Bobby, what are you laughing, you JSU? What are you laughing at? You're on mute. I just got a I just got a funny text message. It has nothing to do with the show. It's oh. just a funny text message. So I was just laughing. Sorry. Why? Well, what were you thinking, Bobby? So for me, like. I think I think there is like one of the issues in construction is paying out. Bobby just dropped it and just started talking about the slate after you asked him a question. Oh, what was I? Th- I know he said th- he thought I was asking what what is he? I think, thought he was uh, asking what he was thinking about receiver. Receivers. Yeah, why are you laughing? Let's go off on a little tangent here. Why are you? Why? What was what was the joke? That was so funny. Oh no, it wasn't a joke. My buddy just texted me something. I was laughing about it. It, oh, it wasn't a joke. It was just my buddy was texting me something. I chuckled. It made me chuckle. Nice, nice. Uh, no, yeah, I, see, I, I noticed the smile. I was just saying, uh, seeing what was going on. Um, Justin Jefferson at 9,100. Like, I think they're, I think you could play him. Kirk would mention at the top of the show, like, it's the line's kind of gone down in his prop. Is that correct? The line for the, the, the Vikings went from seven and a half to oh. six as they announced that they're going to be playing less, I, uh, not, not a full workload for starters. Yeah, I uh, yeah, you can't play Giants work. on this slate, right? No, I know Giants for me, but I was just saying, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm not paying up for either Justin Jefferson or McCaffrey. I do think there's interesting like pay ups at uh, the wide receiver position. Uh, JSU kind of hit on all the main guys that you pair with your QBs. I think guys that are slipping through the cracks, CD Lamb, 8200, Chris Olave, like, if everyone's gonna play Rashid, Shahid, I like Shahid. But I wouldn't mind paying the 6K for Alave, who's chasing an incentive. Um, I think they'll try to get him that, like Kirk, he said. So I don't mind Alave at all. Uh, I think these guys are going to be lower owned. I like Cooper a good bit. Um, Lockett, if we're getting that news late, 6,400, I like him. Uh, Metcalf is fine as well. I like Gino a good bit. Um, I think I prefer a T to Chase. I just have been – like I feel like – it's been more of a T year than a chase year. Uh, so 7,600 saving on chase. I feel like I could do that. Um, no AJ Brown. I'm not playing any um, Jalen Hurts. So uh, no Devonte Smith for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd probably be my favorite receiver would be probably be a lave than Cooper. Um Obviously, in terms of like cheap guys, Garrett Wilson, Drake, Drake, uh, London are going to be plays that I'm going to get to uh, just on the cheaper side that allow value. But I think playing one of these receivers that is kind of obscure relative to construction is the way to go. I think that you get that with Alave, CD Lamb, um, Lockett, uh, and then T. Higgins. Stefan Diggs is fine as well, like, like him versus the Pat secondary. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm playing. I already so I I already decided now. We as we've been doing the show, I'm playing Alan Diggs, and I'm and uh, I'm going to try to get Amari in there, and I'm going to try to get Drake the Snake London in there. Um, Do we like Garrett Wilson. Like Garrett Wilson's showing, like he's going to be owned. I 
been playing them all year. I'm just wondering what we're doing this week with them not playing for much. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of taking an underweight approach, um, fading them. Um, we did get some news. Uh, Jadavion Cloudy is going to be out now is what we were expecting, but he's like their, one of their best run stoppers, so that just gives more of a boost to uh, Najee. Yeah, so. Najee's, Najee's got to be a decent play. The other guy, too, the flop lag play, Bobby. You, I'm surprised you weren't on this, but Greg Dortch was chalk last week. I'm surprised you're not going right back to the Dortch train. They're going to be trailing. The Dortcher chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Torture chamber. I mean, they're going to be trailing the whole game, probably, right? Like, they're going to have to throw. I would think so. I don't know if I can do the Dorch thing, though. Maybe. We have so much value. Like, are we going to need Dorch, you think? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's more of a last pop play. I'm not saying really plug them in all your teams, but. I got a question for this. This slate and today. Tyler Boyd. I, 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 Tyler Boyd at 4,600. We, if we're playing Burrow, we have to at least consider some Tyler Boyd. Oh, first thing I want to add. Yeah, I, I had uh, Tyler Boyd in showdown and that got canceled. I was so I was pissed. Um, not that I, I was really mad, but um, Stefan Diggs needs two uh, receiving touchdowns to set a Bills single season record. That could play out um, potentially. Um, here's a question I have. This is not part of the main slate, but Devontae Adams needs 13 receptions to set a Raiders single season record. Does he care about holding a Raiders single season record? Would you think? No, but maybe the Raiders care about getting them the single season. Because they want to, they want to like be like, look, we got, we paid all this money for this big time receiver and it's record right now, even though. Yeah. uh, I think so. McDaniels wants something to hang his hat on. Like that would be. He, like yeah, he sat that he sat. Uh, who's the owner? Who's the, the guy who looks like STL? Who has the STL cards haircut? Uh, the, uh, the owner. Oh, uh, oh. the um, what the owner of the Raiders, Mark Davis. Yeah, he's got yeah. the STL cards haircut. Chop had the best tweet ever I've seen at one time. It was like, uh, it was it showed the picture of uh, Mark Davis's haircut and it, and it said, Hey, Barber, what's up, Mark? Give me the STL cards. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh. Uh, one of my favorite tweets. All right. Uh, let's turn it on over to uh, to tight end. Man, it's tough enough to, to pick any of these normal positions. Now we got to talk about tight end. But I do like Pat Fryermuth. I always like Pat Fryermuth. I like tight ends against Cleveland. Um, they are, it's, I do like that they have everything to play for. So he – I don't like that he's going to be chalky. He should be pretty chalky this week. Mark Andrews is cheap. Um, problem is he just does not have a decent quarterback, but he did have 22 fantasy points and caught nine nine balls uh, in his last game on nine targets. So kind of uh, wrote, you know came back from the dead there. So he's going to be kind of the easy play because it's a, a must. You know they're going to be going out to try to, to win this game too. Uh, just thinks that he doesn't have Lamar. Um, but anyways, he'll be there. Um, people are going to play Dallas Goddard. I'm not because I just, I, I tell you, I feel like they're just going to run the ball down the Giants' throat in this game, personally. But, um, I get it. Uh, and Joku has some contract incentive or has something. He, uh, okay, so he needs two receptions and 54 receiving yards for a new career high, if that means anything. Um, so he could be in play anyway. But like Tyler Higby's been just getting peppered. Um, didn't uh, have a big game in his last game against the the Chargers, 
But uh, the weeks before that, he had a, a week before that he had 11 targets against Denver. I mean, he's been hit or miss all season, mostly miss, but um, started off extremely hot. But anyway, Baker does lock in on him. Albert O, I hear getting talked about. I mean, he's super cheap, um, and it's uh, Dolchich is gone on on the IR, so uh, he's the next man up. Uh, he had a lot of preseason hype. Never really. Uh, became much of anything when, uh, Dolchich was there yeah I, I know um Dalton Schultz I kind I kind of like Dal I mean he feels pretty somewhat safe to me um I don't know I don't like any of these guys to be honest with you I like Fryermuth the best maybe Mark Andrews that those are chalk but I hate the fact that they're chalk so I don't know tell me what to do what are, do we play uh Jelani Woods uh, I like this the Njoku week. pivot off Fryermuth. The Fryermuth's going to be chalky. Not that Fryermuth's bad chalk, but he's Njoku's thirty nine hundred and Fryermuth's thirty eight. And I, I I'm warming to the Sean Watson Cooper, so I feel like that stack is interesting. Hunter Henry. I could play a little Hunter Henry. I think uh, in a big is big three K. Is he still three K? Thirty three hundred. Yeah, I could get on some some Hunter Henry for sure. It would be nice if John who was out again, but he might play. But still, I think you could play him uh, for sure. Hayden Hurst is thirty one hundred. I could play him in my barrel stacks, no doubt. Um, oh yeah, he was getting pepper to start the game too. Yeah, Tyler Conklin's thirty six hundred. If you didn't want to play Garrett Wilson, maybe maybe he's the pivot instead of the wide receivers. Actually, play a little Tyler Conklin at thirty six. Um, if I had to play a chalk tight end, it'd be Andrews just because I'm on that Cincinnati game and both teams have something to play for. Um, and then uh, Higby. I, I think those are my I think those are my four uh, tight ends right there. Just gave me uh, tight end pool. The Dolphins have gotten decimated by tight ends all season. They're, they rank third in most fantasy points allowed, um, DK points per game to uh, the tight end position. So I, I do like that Conklin call. Gonna yeah, move him up the list. Yep. Yep. Bobby. Uh tight ends. Yeah. Like I said, I like Njoku. Fryer move, I think, is fine, Chalk, but uh don't mind the Njoku pivot. Um outside of that, like there's two I like Goddard 4900. I think he's fine. I don't like Hertz though, so I don't know how much I'm gonna play him. Uh um, I, I don't mind Mark Andrews. It's tough to like fade at tight end because there's just, I know I'm saying I want to play. I, I just want to be overweight on Njoku and outside of that, like I, I think Hunter Henry's a good play 3,300. There's not much I really like here though. You guys like Jelani Woods, 2,900. He's another, okay. I don't really it's like another flop. That's a flop. That's a flop lag spot. My yeah. issue is Sam Ellinger. How much does he like? He's just not a. He's just not good. But Houston, if we think they're going to lay down, the Colts are going to win. They're going to score somehow, right? So maybe it is Jelani. Maybe we should get on a little Jelani too. The Higby run back, I think, is fine. Like you guys talked about, if you're playing, yeah, like, if you're playing a secondary of Seattle or just playing Geno stacks or something. I mean, let's be honest, a lot of this offense, I know last week wasn't that great, but a lot of this offense has been mainly Higby and Higby Cam. And Aker, Akers and Higby, yeah. 
They're super condensed. All right, Bobby. I know you've been <sighs> studying. You've been studying this all week. Been studying it all week. Yeah. The, la the last week, eighteen uh, defensive uh, pick. Yeah. What do we I get? Think, uh, I mean, man, the 49ers were a bust last week, right? Were they? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. they were. They were horrendous. They gave up like a million points. They were. They were awful. They uh the 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 we talked about fading them, right? The Packers were the the ended up being the play. I played the Rams like an idiot. I played some 49ers, but I also played. I I think we talked about the Rams. I played the Rams. They they didn't do great either. No, they were just they were they're yeah. terrible. Uh yeah, pivot uh, defense for me. Just looking through here. Well, so the Jets are facing. They're going to be chalk, right? They're facing the Jets are uh, chalk. Sky, wanna... Skyler Thompson. Do we eat the chalk at twenty six hundred? I don't mind eating some chalk. Uh, I mean, they're not going to be like major chalk. That's not like a 49ers situation. So I, I don't think it'll be bad. I think paying up. So like the Bills defense isn't the worst idea at 3,800. I think paying up at defense is fine this week. Maybe the Saints 35. I don't know. You guys have any ideas? God, there's no conviction in that take. Come on, Bobby. Give me a defense. With I do, I'm not playing the Bills or the Saints now. I need conviction from Bob. Oh, my God. Conviction. Uh, Give me conviction. I got one. I got one. I know who you're going. Does it begin with a C? No way! No the way! Chargers? You that one. No Colts. I thought. Chargers. I thought you were gonna go Colts. What's Houston's your defense? Gonna lay down so the I can Colts steal it again. Is, it's the Colts. The Colts defense has been good. That's I, what I said. So I just nailed it. I just nailed it. I don't know how you got it. That's I have a defense. I have a defense. I have a defense. Okay. The Colts at thirty-one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here, here it is. So there's Bobby. Bobby's on the Colts. JSU's passing this week, and uh, <laughs> JSU didn't pick this week. He uh, he skipped out. So I mean, if you want to pay up, the Cowboys seem like the spot to pay up. I think you, know? you should pay up. I definitely think that that's the route to go. Or the Eagles. Getting off the Jets. The Jets are good at two six though. I mean, why not, that the not why not go to the other side of that game and play the Dolphins against the statue of Joe Flacco? He's going to stand back there and, I mean, he's going to take some sacks. He's just going to take some sacks. Miami's playing for a spot in the playoffs. Like, he's going to take some sacks. I, I think that if the Colts are my first defense and then after that it's the Vikings and the Dolphins are the next uh, two for me. Colts D, Zach Moss, how can you go wrong? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. All right. Um, do we are our favorite stack? I think so. I'm just gonna we'll we'll give our favorite stacks and then we'll we'll call it a show here. But um, I'm gonna start it off, but because I don't want you guys taking the one that I was gonna take, so I'm gonna start it off with I'm gonna say I'm going. I mean I'm gonna do I'm gonna play it. I'm playing Allen to Diggs, and I don't even I might run it back with Hunter Henry, um, although it's a tough matchup, but I. I'm not sure if I want to run back anybody, but if I do, um, it'd probably be Hunter, Hunter Henry. I don't know. Is there any other New England receiver or anything that you guys like? No. I mean, Tyquan Thornton's been really good, and Mac Jones is terrible. Or he Tyquan was really Thornton good last probably week. Would have, 
No, well, Tyquan Thornton would have probably had another touchdown or two if Mac Jones was even decent at football, but he's not. So, not, like, so now you need, got Devontae Parker back, though. Is the we need we need Stidham? <laughs> yeah, we need Stidham. Oh God, crazy! It, the yeah, IG so. influencer. Stidham. Anyway, so I'm doing that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be feeding in guys. What I've taken away from the show, I'm gonna be feeding in my running backs. It's gonna be I do like Algier. I do like Kenneth Walker. I'm going to play some Zach Moss. I'm going to play um, – and I'm going to play on uh, Najee Harris for sure. Um, and then uh, other wide receivers, I'm going to play Amari and Drake. And then uh, I'll figure out my D, but I, I do like the Colts D. I'm with you, JSU. Um, but, yeah, that's – so it's it's Allen to Diggs. What, what's your favorite stacks? Uh, for me – I'll go with the uh, Bengals, and uh, with the Bengals, I think everyone's going to play Chase, and I love Chase, but when everyone plays Chase, I just feel it's just the weirdest thing ever, but whenever this happens, I feel like it's the other dude, so I'm going to go with the the uh, Joe Burrow to T, and I'll throw in Tyler Boyd, just because he's super cheap. He doesn't need a lot to pay off that price tag at $4,600. Um, that's like really cheap too. That's like the che- it's got to be like one of the cheapest price tags he's had this year, right? Or or you or could you go Hurst. You could go Hurst too. You could go Hurst too yeah. and just fill up that uh that tight end uh that tight end spot. But okay, it's not the cheapest he's been all year. He's been forty five hundred. But this guy's consistently in like the five k range price tag. So uh, yeah, uh, Boyd or Hurst, I'm gonna pair it with T and. Uh, Again, not to say I won't have a little chase, but on my main team, I, I will do this pivot just to uh, – the ownership is just crazy. You're, you're talking at a, a – chase is going to be 20 and T's not going to be owned. Like, I, I just think it makes so much sense in tournaments. So, I'm going that way. But I love the Bengals. I think the Bengals crush. You can even play it, too, where you don't even run it back. Bengals win this game like 38-10. to 10. And uh, everyone who plays Burrow will probably play Andrews. Um, so that's why I'm thinking, like, you could play it where you don't even run it back at all. Um, and you just, you know, hope Andrews busts or something like that. Or maybe maybe you play, like, Likely or something like that at 2,800 or something instead of Andrews. So that's another tight end play. If you're stacking in MME, I think you could keep him in your player pool if you're stacking Joe Burrow keep a little likely in the pool um, and run it that way. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. You guys kind of talked me to them. I like Deshaun Watson. I like Cooper and I like Njoku. Uh, I think that'll be like the main core of my stack. Uh, Cooper and Njoku both chasing incentives. Watson has something to play for. I think there's good run back opportunity with Friermuth or for that matter, Najee Harris. Um and the, we've always seen like these obscure games go off week 18, week 17, whatever it is now, they had an extra game. So uh, I think this Pittsburgh Cleveland game could, uh, could go on their own for that just because it's people want to play the stud quarter. I want to play the stud quarterbacks too, but uh, I think my pivot is going to be to Deshaun in this Cleveland stack. All right, I got a crying baby in the background. I don't know if you could hear, but um, 
let's go out on like that. But uh, thank you, everybody. It's been a long season. It's been a great season. I was profitable, so I'm happy. Um, but uh, let's smash all three of us. Let's smash this weekend. Let's smash this two-game slate and then uh, come back strong tomorrow. Um, and uh, then so we can lay down a monster Super Bowl bet. You know, that, that's that, that's the plan. But uh, it's been a pleasure. JSU, thank you for uh, coming back on the show with me. Um, thank you guys glad, for having me. Glad I made that call to try to make this happen. I felt like it needed to happen. Uh, Bobby, thanks for joining us uh, and uh, for your first season. And hopefully we'll be back next year or something. But regardless, uh, it's been a great season. Like you both guys, like personally as friends. So uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, any, uh, any, yes, uh, any goodbye to the people? Yeah, appreciate everyone who watched. Uh, you know, if you want uh, any more, obviously, of my content, rumpiersports.com. You can check it out. Full player pools. Uh, NBA still going on. Golf's just taking off now for these guys. So we got everything, all sports. Uh, check us out over there if you're interested in any other sports and content. We got it for you. So hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you guys uh, had a good year. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you. Uh, We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll see you guys next year. And, uh, yeah, hit, hit, give us a comment in the section if you enjoyed it, what you liked, what you didn't like, you know, so we can talk about it, if you know, for next year and stuff going forward. Yeah, I feel the same. Appreciate all the listeners. Thanks for having me, guys. Enjoyed doing this all year. Uh, we made it work. It was tough scheduling. JSU does a ton of shows. Me and Kirky have con other content, too, obligations, so – this this was kind of because it's a recorded show. We had to like find good times for us all to do it. Um, it was tough at times. We get the kids and stuff this year, uh, but we all made it work. I I like that we were able to come together each week and kind of figure it out. So, looking forward to doing this again. All right. So that's been the RG in collaboration with Run Pure Sports Tournament Takes Podcast Week Eighteen Edition and. Uh, we will uh, see you sometime. Thanks for, uh, for listening.